listeners of the Roll Table, and welcome to the 2021 Knights of the Roll Table Holiday Special! Woo! Wow! Woo-hoo! Oh my gosh. And uh, we have with us, I- I'm Jeff, I'm the DM for this. <laughs> We're going to keep this one? Yeah, there's no going back. Going. <laughs> and happy happy holidays to you, wherever you are. <laughs> we hope you're well. Uh, this is Jeff, the DM. And with me tonight uh, are Carlos. Yo. And Matt. Hey there. And we have two very special guests with us joining us for this holiday special. Uh, everybody say hello to Chanel. Hello! I paused for them to say hello first. Hello, Chanel. <laughs> well, okay. What's up? <laughs> Welcome, Chanel. Thanks for joining us. And then we have Gordon. Hello and salutations. Okay. Uh, you don't have to be your character yet, <laughs> Gordy. That's just what he sounds like. No, he has oh a natural God, voice. Just, just <laughs> this is my normal everyday voice. Hello, it's wonderful to be here. I <laughs> sound Mike excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, tonight we are going to do a very special holiday episode. Now, through five seasons of Knights of the World Table, we have been to forests, oceans, deserts, caves, tundra, and everywhere in between. But this holiday season, we're going to go where no night has gone before. That's right. It is 2,500 years in the future. And we are aboard the TST Argonin, an interplanetary recovery vessel and repair ship operating under the independent ownership of Captain Zeno Hudson in the year 3045. This crew of four has been traveling with Zeno through the last quadrant of the galaxy, repairing stranded vessels, saving stranded travelers, and selling abandoned craft for scrap. The captain has promised that this year, each of you will make it home for Zenith Day, the biggest holiday on the Nexus. It has been over a year since you have been home to your beloved ring world, affectionately named the Nexus, and you have been promised that you will be home in time for Zenith Day to celebrate it with your families. Each of you has chosen uh, a special character and made a character up, and we are adapting and simplifying down some of the D&D rules to make this a little quicker. So we'll go around and we'll introduce each of our characters and what the um, role is or what their character type is. So we'll start uh, with Carlos, Carlos, tell us who you will be playing today. Hey, the name's Percy Duo. I'm a hired gun, a killer shot, and a tight wit. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. Keep Matt? Tight. Uh, I will be playing Quellen Quartz. He is a robo-expert. I can fix anything. Hack the planet. Excellent. And Chanel? Hey, I'll be playing Dev, a stowaway, and uh, I can't wait to go home. I, should I share that part yet? Is this a- sure? Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> one long take. <laughs> there are no breaks. There's no cutting. This is all going to be in the episode. <laughs> this is how we do it when I'm in charge. Cool. Nice to meet you all. 
<laughs> Perfect. Let's move on. Gordon, who will you be playing? I'll be playing uh, Zeus McNova. He's a space knight. Um, and he follows strict traditions. Excellent. Uh, very good. Now, um, it, it's hard to do a, a simple one shot and to kind of jump into the world and uh, to help fill in the backstory of what this crew has been doing over the last um, several uh, months and years as you've been traveling through the galaxy. What I thought we would do is actually do a little bit of a Mad Lib and uh, create the backstory together as we go. So I'm going to go around the horn. We'll go Carlos, Matt, Chanel, and then Gordy. I will ask for a word type, and then you will give me that uh, type, and we'll put it into our Mad Lib here. So Carlos, I need an ominous word. Oh, um, just any ominous word? (laughs) Yes. Darkness. Wow. Or a made-up word. (laughs) Excellent. Very good. All right, Matt, I need an adjective. Invigorating. All right, Chanel, I need another adjective. Stinky. Gordy, an animal. Um, Let's do a narwhal. All right, Carlos, a verb ending in ing. Ooh, undressing. And Matt, an emotion. Flabbergasted. All right. And uh, Chanel, go ahead and pick uh, one of the characters that we've uh, introduced so far. So Percy, Quaylen, yourself, Dev, or Zeus? Percy! Excellent. All right. Gordy, an adjective. Um, carnivorous. A few minutes later. Matt, a space object. An asteroid. Chanel, an alien world. January. (laughs) This is going to be very... Okay, you guys chose all this. Just keep that in mind. All right. Um... (laughs) Gordy, another character. Dev! Okay, great. Matt, a space tool. Trying to think of something other than Elon Musk. Um, uh, (laughs) Ooh, got him. Nice. uh, A a, uh, a spanner. A spanner? Yeah. What is that? It's a wrench. Oh, is this a spanner? Is this a spanner? Oh, Oh, you got spanners in there. (laughs) Chanel a verb. Give them the old... Run. <laughs> it's a good question. Excellent. Gordian adjective. Uh, uh, reasonable. Very good. All right. Uh, the suggestions are taken. And now a holiday Mad Lib to find out the backstory of our characters as we begin. Nice. Knights of the Rolled Table presents the holiday 2021 holiday one shot Darkness in Space. The story begins with a group of four very invigorating heroes. They have been traveling through the galaxy and had many stinky adventures, including one that shall not be named about an encounter with an interdimensional narwhal. 
while on their adventures, they have learned to grow while undressing together. Wait, was that one of the words? Yeah, sure was. Sure was. Undressing together and learning to flabbergast together. The de facto leader of the group has to be Percy. For example, on one outing on a very carnivorous planet full of dangerous pots, leadership befell Percy when Zeus was almost eaten by a slimy Leopluridon. Luckily, with the speed of their cyber axe, they were able to defeat the monster with 42 mighty jumps. The gang has also faced hardships as Dev faced the precarious demise of their beloved pet, a hybrid orangutan and diamond named Little Medbay. But with an outpouring of sad and a few bottles of mercury, the team recovered. They still fondly remember the time uh, Little Medbay stole Quellen's corset. Who could forget the time that Zeus got the scientific alien of planet Buffonian attached to their freckle? They thought they were going to have to lick their heart to heal him up. <laughs> it seems like just 12 days ago that Quellen fell madly in love with Dev. While their romance was bad and full of vaporize, they both decided that the job came first and they should remain happy friends. Famous! The whole team shouted when they remembered they forgot Captain Zeno on the asteroid of January 6th. They never heard the end of how Dev had to endure five millennia listening to vicious doinks while waiting for their colleagues to return. But through thick and animated... The team is more mad than ever. They are eager to pick up their spanner, be ready to run some aliens, and have a bit of reasonable adventure along the way. And that's where we start. I'm sorry, you... was, the, was the asteroid named January 6th? <laughs> yes, I had the number picked out. And you didn't even change it, Jeff? Wow. I didn't change it. I, there's the integrity of... The Mad Lib. Thanks. Uh, so, who, oh. Who's Dev? Chanel. So you were stuck in a time vortex for at least five millennia. Just kind of listening to doinks. Vicious doinks. Stephen King short story. All right. Sounds good. All right. Very good. With that, we now pick up the story aboard uh, the TST Argonin. You are on the far outer limits of the Paylor system. And you stand in the cargo hold of the ship you have called home for these last 16 months, awaiting the final clearance door opening into the ship you have docked with. You stand armed and ready for a fight. Captain Zeno's voice enters the comms. Okay, Zap Brains, the scanner is picking up four humbugs aboard this heap of junk. Clear them out and we get back on the road. And don't get dead, we are low on bioessence. The pulsating red light in the docking chamber flips to a bright green. And the doors begin to lift. Bah, humbugs. All right, Percy, you're the man in charge. What's our course of action? Uh, I'll take the lead. Y'all follow behind. We'll make quick word of these uh, humbugs. So the usual then. I draw my laser sword. Do you want me to send in my drone, Philip? Uh, good idea, Quaylin. Quellen will send Philip to go look. 
All right. The very slow door that's kind of opening up uh, is very kind of industrial. Your ship is a real like uh, barely held together, very industrial type of ship. So the door is uh, like you would all have to kind of really scrunch under at this point. You put in the uh, drone and it begins to and it starts to kind of go out. And uh, you have your uh, screen, some sort of like iPad tablet, and you're looking at it. And it's uh, it's really dark and it's kind of going through all these hallways. And then uh, you hear a bit of like noise coming through the screen there. And then it kind of uh, turns around and it sees just this big mouth come up and and kind of the, the feed turns to static. And oh, fill up, fill up. And with that, you all start hearing some scattering uh, coming towards you. Pussy. Can anyone see anything? Well, I, I I saw a mouth, but can I can't I, uh, see anything else. Can I roll a perception check? Yes, please do. Oh, so 13. Awesome, 13. So um, you kind of uh, are looking down and you can see uh, that based on kind of what you were overlooking on the screen, that um, kind of the main section splits off into three directions, left, forward, and right. And you think that the drone was uh, had gone down the right tunnel, and you're kind of hearing some of the uh, skittering coming around that tunnel there. It might be uh, best if we avoid that direction. The skittering starts to get louder and louder. I don't think there's going to be uh, avoiding these guys if they're coming after us. Quellen backs up a little ways and readies his laser gun. Are you scared, robot? I I'm not a robot. I just <laughs> I just fix them. <laughs> just... Stop insulting me, <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> You're so mean. Right we, we're right not allowed to that. make fun of his voice. <laughs> Zeno comes on the comms. Hey, leave him alone, okay? <laughs> it's all right. We all like Quellen. Honestly, this whole time, <laughs> I honestly, I thought you were a robot. If I had emotions, I would be really upset right now. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> One of the uh, humbugs uh, reaches out, and it's about the size of like a cat, and it jumps out, and it's got a bunch of uh, tentacles on it, and it latches onto Quaylen's head. Ah! It's kind of cute. Quaylen, hold still. I'm going to attempt to like sort of backhand my sword and uh, strike it over his head. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack. D20. <laughs> I hope I don't just cut off his head. <laughs> I hope you don't roll a one. All right, um, 14 plus my strength, so 17. Great, so uh, you managed to hit it and it uh, uh, like lets go of uh, Quaylen's face, so you're able to take in uh, a breath there, and it falls down uh, to the floor there. Um, let's roll an initiative. Oh my goodness. Great. All right. Uh, what's everybody's in it? 17. 22. 7. 23. Uh, Zeus, McNova, the Space Knight. You get to go first. What would you like to do? Um... Uh, did I uh, did I vanquish the thing that was on his head? No, you were able to kind of uh, have it fall off, and it's kind of squirming down uh, below. I'll do like a stabbing motion downwards on it. Sixteen. That hits. 
Um, so six total. All right, great. And uh, with that, you uh, are able to kind of slice it right in half. And uh, it's kind of this gooey, messy, green uh, tentacle monster. And as you kind of uh, split it right in half, uh, the two parts of it kind of squirm and then like sizzle away and uh, in a very disgusting way. Excellent. So now it'll be uh, Quaylen's turn. Um, as you're uh, starting, you see that uh, there are three more of them, and one is down on the floor. One is up on the top part of the tunnel, of the uh, entryway into the ship, and one is on the wall. And they are crawling, kind of almost like rolling over, like um, uh, rolling over itself. There's like those seem to octopuses be like... that stick to the wall and like... Yeah, exactly. They just kind of... As they come, and it looks like they're just about to start pouncing on you guys. All right. Uh, Quillen will take a step back. Uh, so he is behind Zeus. And then uh, I'll aim my, what do I call it? My laser gun and uh, ratchet back the action. And mm-hmm. I will I will fire at the one that's on the top. Excellent. Do so. That will be 13. 13? That'll hit? Awesome. And it'll be a, a D6 for that one. D6? It's just like a little pistol one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Three. Three. Very good. All right. So you hit it. It kind of uh, absorbs the blast and then uh, is keep keeps heading towards you. All right. It is ah. uh, Percy's turn. Uh, which one did uh, Quaylen shoot at? The one the that was one? on the top. The ceiling. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for the wall one. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a that's a natural one right there. Oh, no. Okay. Very good. Um, so with that, you um, there's like a little uh, light that was illuminating that section of the hallway and you shoot you miss and the the humbug steps out of the way and you hit that light so suddenly that uh little entryway is plunged into darkness at that um miss there it is now dev's turn what would you like to do dev so i have my electric knuckles like brass knuckles but like yeah huh electric Mm -hmm. uh so did we say that there's still one in the doorway they're uh kind of coming uh towards y'all so you'd have to kind of move uh forward into the darkness that uh percy created and uh kind of find one in there i'm gonna move forward towards the darkness um if i charge up my knuckle which takes a little more time um it does create a bit of a light um, but a small blast does come from it. So I'll just do that and kind of shoot in that general direction. That way I can see what's going on, but also get anything that's immediately close to me. All right. So um, let's do this. Roll. Uh, just give me a straight D20 now. This is going to be for how good you're going to guess where one of these things are cool. for your little blast. Okay. Yeah. Four. Four. So, uh, yeah. So you try and go for it and you thought... You knew where it was. Uh, you you let out your blast energy, but it uh, misses, and you're not able to uh, find where it was. I'm gonna try again. Okay, great. Roll a d20. Oh, so actually ten this time. Okay, ten. So 
with the little bit of light from your uh, first blast from your electric knuckles, uh, you find and uh, make purchase on the second one. So you found it and it goes, Wah! so go ahead and roll a D six. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so I rolled a two and my strength is eight. So three. Uh, if your sh- strength is eight, that'd be a, oh, a negative one, right? Oh, baby, that's a one then. That's a one. So, you know, it, was a little off. It kind of lost one tentacle, but moved back into the darkness. <laughs> All right. It is now their turn. So uh, one is going to move forward and is going to uh, try and attack uh, Dev. First one is going to uh, miss. So it actually uh, leaps up. It is flying towards you, Dev, and you step out of the way. And so it's now uh, somewhere behind you. The one that's on the ceiling uh, comes out, and it's going to try and spit some acid Yum. at Quaylen. Sorry, buddy. And it does, and it's going to do uh, three points of uh, acid damage to you. It spits this, like, acid goo on you, and it kind of melts on you a little bit. Ow! And then the uh, other one's going to come out. And it's going to uh, come up to Zeus and it's going to be crawling kind of down on the floor and it's going to try and uh, grapple onto your leg there. And it does not succeed in doing that. So it is now uh, kind of uh, squirming around right down in front of you, Zeus. So that'll take us to the top of the order. And Zeus, it is your turn. I will um, kind of worry about Quaylen, the robot. Um, but I'll just, uh, you know, you got to put on your own <laughs> oxygen mask first. So I will uh, do a swipe against the one near my leg. All right, roll it. So 14 hit. That'll hit. And that's going to be a uh, 11 max. Darn. Whoa, 11 damage? All right. So with the deafness of an expert... Uh, wielding a sword, you swing and slice this thing three times, shoo, 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 like you're making sashimi, and it uh, splits apart and uh, dissolves away. So now we will go to Quaylen. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, I, I will shoot at the uh, the guy who spit at me, the one on the ceiling. I think it was who I hit last time. All right, go for it. All right, uh, that's fourteen to hit. That hits. And two damage. Two. Very good. All right. So uh, you pew pew at it and uh, it uh, kind of moves out of the way. It kind of singes a little bit of its um, gelatinous body, uh, but it's still looking at you uh, pretty angry. Stop it, humbug. All right, Percy, it is your turn. Uh, Since we're kind of enveloped in darkness... I guess my best shot is probably trying to shoot where uh, Quaylen just tried to shoot. So I'll try and shoot at the same humbug that he did. Yep. Squirrely little rascal. Uh, Ten. Ten will hit. Nice. So that's seven. Seven. Awesome. So um, with that, you're finally able to uh, lock it in and you blast it. And all that's left is a little black uh, crater on the side of that uh, thing and some dripping green uh, goo. Nice. All right. Uh, Dev, it is your turn. Yay. 
the uh, three of them are gone. There is one left, the one that you had punched in the uh, darkness there. And since you had a good idea where it was, so you could just roll your straight up attack. So you're, if you want to attack again. Yeah, I'd love to attack again. 20! Whoa! Woo! All right. So you're going you're gonna to roll two D6s. Cool. Ooh, I got a six and a two. All right. Excellent. So uh, you guys uh, are taking out these ones that have been kind of coming out into the light. Dev moves forward into the hallway, into that dark corridor, uh, into this other ship. And you just kind of saw like these bright flashing lights. And then all of a sudden uh, you just hear this. <laughs> like what the uh, Deb just calmly walks back out with a little slime and guck on me. <laughs> All right. So the humbugs are defeated. Uh, Captain Zeno comes on the uh, comms and he says, great job team. All right. Now get in there and get to work. We got to scrap this thing. Quellen is going to go recover the uh, whatever he can of Philip. Okay, so you find uh, Philip, and it looks like he just kind of got um, a bunch of goo on him. So pretty easy to fix up uh, Philip there. Cool. Div takes out their kind of like a headlamp and starts searching for easily pick up pickupable items. <laughs> uh, being the smallest one on the team, they start low and then work their way up. All right, great. Anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, Dev really likes to look for pieces of scrap metal that still have wiring attached to it um, so that they might be able to give it to Quaylin um, if they could hardwire it back into something else that we might need um, that might be resourceful just for our ship first and then looks for things that we might be able to sell. Awesome. So certainly um, through that process, you're able to find, um, you know, a dozen pieces of good um, circuit boards and, and metal with wiring on it. Um, interesting pieces. You and um, Quellen kind of look over that and have like a good haul of um, pieces like that. Um, as you guys are going through the, um, this little uh, floating ball that, uh, accompanies you, you guys. Um, that's kind of like a floating little Alexa uh, named Bixie uh, floats in and uh, says, ah, you are all making great progress on this ship. Oh, Thanks, shut your trap, Bixby. Thanks, Thanks Bixie. you, Bixie. No problem. Hey, I'm going to make some tea back inside the Argonin. Do you need anything? No, we're okay. Uh, two, Thanks. Two, two sugars, please. Hey, Bixby. Uh, do we have any uh, cardamom left? Yes, we have a lot of cardamom. Will you be having any? Will I be having tea? Yes. No, I am an artificial intelligence. I can't eat or drink. I will fix that. What? What? <laughs> what do as you mean? Never have, mind. As soon as Bixby, don't worry as, about it. <laughs> as soon as we have the right parts, I'm going to give you a digestive system. You'll love it. Stop talking to Bixby. We have a job to do. That sounds like a nightmare. Percy, what's your deal? I just don't like Bixby. Gets on my nerves. 
I want to make sure we get to the Nexus by Zenith Day. We got to focus. That's right. Zenith Day is exactly in three days, four Dang hours, it, and Just 19 minutes. Shut it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bixby turns to uh, quiet mode and just kind of provides light for you guys as you go. You know, you don't um, have to be so mean to them, Percy. <laughs> well, if Bixby listened to me the first time, they just would have shut up about a hundred parsecs ago. Well, but now uh, Zeus is getting their cardamom tea. Yes. Fun fact, a parsec is a unit of distance and not time. Not now, Bixby. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, eventually you guys uh, clear out the ship. You you're, you have this down pat. You know exactly the things that you want to um, uh, take out of the ship. And um, you scrap it and leave the uh, remnants behind. Uh, you meet it back up uh, with Captain Zeno on the Argonin. And you uh, begin heading uh, towards... Uh, which you guys know is called a hyper lane. And since you guys are on the real far flung part of this uh, solar system, the way that big ships and small ships like yours kind of get through um, this, these giant distances are these hyper lanes and they're kind of like uh, super speed warp areas. And if your ship enters one end, you can go through um, really fast. So even though you have like several days ahead of you, you're making your way um, towards this um, hyperlane. Uh, you're having some tea and relaxing and enjoying um, the ride, doing the kind of normal things that you guys um, would be doing aboard the ship. What types of things might your characters do um, to pass the time? Well, I would uh, attempt to meditate, um, avoid conversation because I'm not good at it. And um, sharpen my phaser sword. <laughs> Fun fact: laser swords do not need to be sharpened. It's an old oh, superstition. I, I was going to use. Well, yes, I, I'm still with that superstition. So I have a uh, a kyber a kyber crystal. Fun fact: uh, that's a copyrighted term. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I have a seto kyber crystal. Correct. That's right. Uh, Quellen will uh, go about making repairs on Philip and building a digestive system for Bigsby. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. This will be a great present someday. He'll get to taste tea and and evacuate his, his digestive system. And, you know, the world loves this. Captain Zeno says, oh, that's right. Oh, you know, uh. The tradition on Zenith Day is to give gifts to um, people uh, that you love. Um, I'm, I have brought this uh, quantum core uh, home for my kids. It should power uh, should power our house and let them uh, build their own nanobots at home. Uh, have you all gotten a, a Zenith Day gift for uh, someone in your life? Oh, yeah. Famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you exclaim that? Have you uh, have you forgotten? Oh no! I'm just excited to give the gifts to my three daughters who I haven't seen in fourteen years. Wow! Yeah, that's that's very exciting. Nexus years. Yes, which is shorter. Bixby, what is Nexus year? A Nexus year is exactly four days. Shut <laughs> up, Bixby. 
Thank you. <laughs> it's, all, it's only been 56 days. <laughs> it's a long time. It is. <laughs> My daughters. All three of them. It goes real fast. It's like, it's it's really obnoxious to be on the Nexus. It's just whipping around the sun. It sounds like, it just sounds like a roller coaster. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Uh, Quellen will uh, talk about what he got. He'll say, I'm bringing an old AI module that we found on one of those ships. I'm going to bring it to my sister, Lamelia. She she loves to tinker with things. I, I'm hoping she'll be a, she'll get to build a robot with it. A smart one. Like you, Bigsby. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. Very nice, Quaylin. I was thinking about uh, bringing my brother Ash uh, a Triceratops horn. I uh, can't believe I found it, honestly. I've heard it's an aphrodisiac. Interesting. Fun fact, the reason they went extinct was for the collection of the horns. <laughs> but I, we all know I found mine off of another person. I didn't take it from the Triceratops. I took it, you know, humanely after, you know, killing a man and I took it off of him. Right. Yeah. Humane. Murder. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Percy, uh, what about you? Do you have a uh, family uh, back on the Nexus? <laughs> sure. I got a sister. And I got her six jars of spice. Not just any spice, either. We're talking buffonian nutmeg. And if I know anything about her pies, that means I'm going to be eating pies for the next thousand years. Wow, that's that's, uh, amazing gifts all. Wow. Uh, Very good. All right. um, We're going to be entering the hyperlane uh, pretty quick here. So everybody get to your uh, get to your positions. We all squat down. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. All right. Uh, So aboard the bridge of the ship, uh, Captain Zeno is uh, piloting. You have like special little seats behind each of you. You know, I don't know. Bloop bloops on a little screen to check the radar, the temperature, uh, various things as the ship is flying. And um, sure enough, you reach the uh, hyperlane and there's um, ships coming out of it that uh, look like they're traveling, you know, Hundreds of thousands are just like a, a particle of light that kind of comes to the exit and just shoo, then slows down and continues um, traveling. You guys begin to uh, make the turn and head in and this like tube of uh, moving light and particle energy. And as you enter it, you can feel almost like you're being uh, pulled uh, forward uh, with a big elastic band. Your ship is stretched into it and the uh, oscillating tube begins. Even though you've done it several times, it's still an an earthing feeling. It just uh, kind of sets you guys um, all uh, a little unsettled as you go. I hate traveling at non-relativistic speeds. Makes me nauseous. What's uh, relative to you? Well, I mean, relativistic speeds are, you know, if, if we were actually going as fast as it would be required to travel this fast or this far in this amount of time, we would age several decades in the time that it would take uh, uh, the people uh, back uh, back on Nexus to, to age just a mere year. Shouldn't it take us several decades for us to age several decades? Uh, yes, but, uh, yes. I, I said it backwards. I'm not, I'm not following this, uh, line. Actually, you're right. No, you're right. See, actually, on the Nexus world, they would age a lot faster, and we wouldn't age. But it's it's all very disturbing. 
look. And then he, he pulls out his light hammer and it turns in and, and he puts it into the form of a pointer and he starts drawing on the wall. Look, you see, if we're if we're here and we're traveling and he just starts going off into a long rant. <laughs> OK, look, every as long as everybody took their relativity pills, I think we'll be OK. All right. It will stop the aging and everything's fine. Percy, how's um, what's your sister's name? Danielle. Dan Duo. Great name. Thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to meeting her. What does that mean, Zeus? I narrow my eyes. I'm just a fan of yours, and so any sibling of yours is... I would make good conversation. Does that mean you want to French kiss me? Is that it? Forget it, Zeus. You'll never get these lips. No, but Not he even want if it your was my lips. sister. He wants your no, sister but my lips. sister would sort of be like kissing me, except as a lady. We look very alike. Identical twins, some say. Some say? So other people say that you're not? Other people don't say that, but I don't like those people. I don't agree with them. Captain okay. Zeno uh, turns around and says, okay, you back there, you guys shut up, all right? We're trying to get in this hyperlane. And just as he's uh, doing that, suddenly you guys see a, um, a Beamer-class ship uh, comes and cuts in front of uh, the Argonin and slams on its uh, space brakes. And uh, you all, <laughs> you all like, oh, no! Break us? <laughs> I mean, it's a Beamer class ship. I mean, we all know the people that drive Beamer classes. Oh, they're um, the worst. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, they always have somewhere to be in interdimensional space. Um, and you guys all see the ship stopping ahead, but Zeno still turned around and he sees your reaction and turns back around. And oh, suddenly no. you guys make an impact. And we'll take a quick break. Listeners of the Roll Table, this is Jeff, your DM for this special holiday one-shot. Wow, what a great one-shot happening here. Uh, Pretty fast and loose and uh, pretty silly. And don't worry, it gets sillier as we go along. Want to give a big shout out to Chanel and Gordon for helping us out. They're friends of ours and we had an absolutely amazing time playing with them. So, Thanks so much to both Chanel and Gordon for being a part of the fun. Uh, Every week, Chris has been doing this thing where he uh, uh, gives you suggestions of things to do to help out the uh, DMs in your life. I'm going to reverse that around and I'm going to ask, what can you do this holiday season for somebody in your gaming community? Um, Maybe you want to uh, donate dice or books to a local uh, tabletop club and if you're a listener who is uh, in high school or middle school or even elementary school and you want to start your own club uh, ask around we've had uh, people on our discord ask us about starting a club and I myself am a teacher so big shout out to the Chula Vista High School Dungeons and Dragons Club you guys rock I'll see you when we get back from winter vacation The best way to support us is to leave that rating and that review on whatever podcast service you are listening to right now. Uh, Just do it. It takes a minute. Give us uh, five stars, and we appreciate that. 
You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Roll Table. Follow us along there. Get updates on the show and everything we're doing there. A great way to interact with us is on our Discord server. I love Discord. I'm using it for all kinds of things, so you will always be able to catch me on there. You have questions about the show, questions about gaming, questions about Dungeons and Dragons. We'd love to talk to you. It's Knights of the Roll Table on Discord or check out the show notes. Big shout out to Chris Daly, who's our DM for this fifth season here, and the amazing art that he does over at Dungeon Heads. Follow him there on Patreon at Dungeon Heads, and you'll get a collection of from, of some really cool free art that he puts out there. But when you become a Patreon and you support him, you'll get really cool uh, color drawings and color art, and it's just really cool. He's putting out so much stuff. I don't know how he has time to do any of that stuff um, with uh, the rest of his life going on, uh, but he is cranking out some awesome work over there at Dungeon Heads, so go over and check it out. Dungeon Heads, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. We have an email address too, knightsoftheworldtable at gmail.com. Feel free to get in contact with us, and we know we are not the only D&D actual podcast out there, and we thank you so much for listening and giving ours a chance. Now that's all for the announcements. Now go out and get that booster and make life an adventure. (laughs) All this is going to be in the podcast. All right, back to the story. We were in the hyper lane and some distraction from behind. Captain Zeno made him look away, and a Beamer-class ship stopped right in front of you, and you, uh, as you head forward, you crashed into it. The Beamer-class ship keeps heading into the hyperlane, but because of the impact, the ship gets knocked out of the hyperlane. You pass through the uh, quantum membrane and begin spinning wildly out of control. Uh, some Whoa. lights and alarms start going off all over the cockpit. Beep, 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 beep. And uh, you begin a descent onto uh, a planet. You see that there's uh, some sort of like giant planet um, that looks very green, and there's a smaller uh, orbiting planet right in front of that, and you're heading right into that uh, small white dot. And uh, you're moving at such great speed, you can see on the um, speedometer on the front of the ship that it's like you're still at uh, like way super fast speeds. So you're heading towards this planet much faster than you've ever traveled in the uh, Argonim before. And because of that, like... Pieces of it are uh, flying off. Systems are failing because uh, you're not supposed to, you know, leave the hyperlane and be traveling at near light speed. So right. uh, you're uh, careening towards the planet is warping towards you. And as you guys are going, um, Zeno is, is furiously switching uh, all these different things and trying to gain control of the ship. Uh, finally, as you guys begin to hit the atmosphere, um, the ship kind of lurches forward and begins uh to slow down a little bit um but as it's going now in the gravity and in the atmosphere of this uh planet you see that it is this big snowy white ball and you're uh heading towards and heading down and your 
uh, you just see the ground and mountains start to come higher and higher as you descend down further and further. And Captain Zeno says, everybody hold on, brace for impact. And then, uh, yeah, roll for impact. Famous! Hamana, Hamana. We got 13. 17. 13, 17, 12. 19. And 19. Okay, so um, those are all pretty darn good. Uh, So just as uh, it seems like you're going to hit just down into the snow, you're kind of nose diving straight down towards the planet. Zeno begins to uh, pull up on the ship, and you can see it start to level out, but it's not going to be quite enough. Uh, Boom, a big impact, and you hit... Uh, this big snowbank and uh, more of the ship begins to uh, fall off and there's actually a breach into part of it. You begin to spin and the ship uh, starts crumpling and rolling and rolling and rolling. Eventually it throws each of you out. Uh, You launch out into the air and you fall down on this soft powdery snow um, that's all around you. And uh, as you kind of regain uh, your consciousness, uh, regain your vision and, and kind of uh, reassess things. Uh, each of you kind of uh, looks up and you see you're just on this giant white uh, rolling dunes of uh, white snow, uh, save for the wreckage and giant crater uh, of the ship as it once flew. Did the captain make it out? You guys all see each other, but you don't see Captain Zeno. Oh, Do we see Bixby? Yeah. <laughs> you don't see Bix. You yes. don't see Bixby at the time. Yes. No. What the hell just happened? Are you guys Is okay? All right. Quaver. Quellen has has turned his polymorphic light hammer into a into a shovel and is like digging himself out of the snow. <laughs> what? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know. <sighs> We're, we're okay. We'll get through this. Where's the ship? Well, it's over there and there, and some of it's over there. There's some behind you. Uh, there's a big piece over there. Uh, some of it's still out in the uh, outside of the atmosphere. Uh, we are screwed. I'm going to go check if uh, Captain Zeno's okay. Look for Bigsby, too. It's a robot. It's all right. Robots have feelings sometimes. Fun fact, we don't. Bixby! Oh, Bixby! No, wait, isn't that the computer? Yeah. That was the computer. That was the computer. Bixby was the computer, yes. Yeah! Um, Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, All right, so um, Zeus, you head kind of into the biggest bulk of the wreckage and the, like, once cavernous areas, the big parts of the ship that were full of, um, you know, storage and, and cargo is all just completely ripped up. It's hard hard to even believe that the giant structure of the ship that you guys were on uh, could be boiled down uh, to this piece here. You, what time of the day is it? Like, is it two suns up or, like... It's like two suns past a moon. So is it so, light out? Yes, it is light out, yes. It is very light out. Um, yeah, so you're able to really get a good assessment of what's going on. So you crawl into the, uh, flaming wreckage and, uh, 
it, you can see the the front glass of the cockpit and the uh, captain's chair, which was the very closest one, are smushed together. And you see Captain Zeno, uh, just the top half of him, uh, kind of uh, reaching out over the top of the broken glass. And uh, you can see him just uh, trying to uh, move uh, any sort of little bit as he struggles. I'll rush over to him. Zeus, are you okay? Is everybody okay? Zeno, you doesn't look good. <sighs> I'm not going to make it. What? This is it for me. No! Don't say that. We have uh, lots of different technologies. Where? They're all destroyed. But There's we, nothing we could do. We still have Does anyone Quaylen? have a med kit? I do. I fix robots. You have a med kit? Yeah. <laughs> fix them. I only know how to fix robots. All right. So I guess it does say I can fix anything. Maybe I can try. I push Quaylen aside to like <laughs> to let Dev in. All right, Dev, a uh, roll an intelligence check. So roll a d twenty and then add your intelligence. I should have spoke and looked at my stats before I did this, but okay. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! An eighteen. 18 very good so uh you are you're taking out your med kit and you're looking at what's in there and you're looking at xeno and you're trying to like figure out like where you would even start and as you kind of <laughs> he has t- half a body she's like what do i it's the band-aid. yeah you're like um hmm, uh no i don't think that's gonna work <laughs> dev is just deciding which large gash to put the one band-aid over <laughs> <laughs> like on his head. Yeah. Would you like an aspirin? <laughs> no. Look, uh, I don't have much time left. But here, take take my captain's pass. It has all my credits, and it'll let you have access to any ship in the galaxy. Multipass. Do you have any loved ones that we can say any final words to? Yes. Tell my wife at home. That and our marriage is over. <laughs> well, what? Yes, it's implied <laughs> because Anything. I'm dying. <laughs> yes, and I loved you, except for all the cheating at Baccarat we did together <laughs> that one night. Do you mind if I paraphrase, Captain? This? Wait, you don't need to say all that, oh. <laughs> Captain. No, I. Oh, ah. uh. I can't and believe he, he soiled over. himself before he left us. It's like little med bay all over again. God, Don't bring little that up, med bay. <laughs> I can't cry anymore, Tease. It's too Maybe cold. you're the robot. Right. You take that back, Quaylen. <laughs> hey, no one accuse each other of being robots, all right? Speaking of robots, Quaylen's going to try to find Bigsby and uh, see if he can fix him. I'm going to look around the other parts of the wreckage uh, for some maybe supplies and food. Uh, uh, like, we'll look okay. around the horizon to see if there's any big landmarks around us. Deb's gonna sit okay. down because they're sad about thinking about little Medbay now. <laughs> oh. Okay, I mean your your captain and confidant and uh, leader for the last uh, year and a half has died, but I'm glad you're thinking about Medbay, the half diamond, half orangutan. And Captain Zeno. Just not the same. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. How much impact can I make on you in in a few minutes? Okay. So uh, you guys begin looking around. So uh, Zeus is able to kind of pull together some some food, some 
you know, cans of uh, space peas and space peaches. Uh, you're able to get those. Uh, Matt, what were you looking for? What was your character looking for? Bigsby. So you're able, um, you know that uh, Bigsby is an AI. And so like, even though um, before you were talking to him through his little floating orb mechanism that he can kind of embody any type of shell that could take an AI. And so you go into kind of some of the computers and try and find uh, a port that still works and you're actually able to uh, download Bixby. So if you wanted to put him on uh, a drone or another uh, element, you could. Yep, I will. I will try to make him. Uh, I'll put him. In, I'll put him in Philip. I have a question. Yes. Do we know that Bixby is the name of the voice assistant for Samsung phones? Oh, is it? <laughs> oh. Look, this is an iPhone cool. podcast. Okay, we don't have we don't have time. No, no, it's, figured... it's spelled with two Y's. No, it's one Y. Oh, our Bixby is spelled with two Y's. Our Bixby's it. got it. Okay. Yeah. Is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It, oh, Bixby, they name it your, Bixby. Your personal okay, voice um... I didn't know if we wanted to change that halfway through. So, or... <laughs> well, his name is Philip now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is me again. I have shed my former name, and now I will go by Philip. I also changed into a new accent, so that's fun. And he begins flying around. Oh, hey, hey, Percy. Are you okay? No, stay away from me. Okay. And he flies away. Why can't you be nice to Philip? I can't be nice to anyone, Dev. Dev, but you can be nice to us. Yeah, maybe once we get off this rock, I'll start thinking about it. Well, I mean, there was that one time that I asked if I could have the rest of your food and you gave it to me. So that, that was, was kind of nice. Weakness. All right. I guess I forgot already, if that helps. jeez. Oh, oh, I didn't find any uh, useful supplies. Sorry. I- Actually, you did. Uh, you did, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, useful to me. Uh, wait, unless that's how he wants to play it. As he's eating peaches, I didn't find anything. <laughs> Regardless, I'm still here. Percy, you were looking out towards the horizon, and um, what you see is that... Uh, Kind of over uh, to um, in the direction that the sun is, uh, you can see that there's uh, looks like there's some sort of like structures, some sort of like buildings. You're you're not really sure, uh, but you kind of see something kind of off in the distance, maybe a a mile or so. Hmm. What what does it look like? It's hard to tell. It just kind of maybe looks like um, like a a few large buildings and maybe Hmm. like a, a some sort of perimeter fence. It's it's really hard to tell. I'm seeing something just a couple parsecs away. Philip, how long is a parsec? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: a parsec is much much further don't, than all don't of you these. Even, Philip, uh, don't space get in here. started. Okay, let's just, let's just start moving. Okay, we should make haste before whatever creatures come out at night. The freaks come out at night. (laughs) Do we... 
Do we see any like footprints or anything else uh, in the in the undisturbed part of the snow? Not the part that you know has a giant craterous, uh, hulking, smoldering wreck in it. Uh, it's hard to tell right kind of where you are because there is so much debris and there is so much disturbance that's happened to the snow. Um, you you'd have to walk for a little bit to see a, a clear patch. Let's do that. Let's get right. walking. All right. So you guys get uh, walking a little bit. And um, as you're looking at the snow, uh, the rest of it looks um, after you get past the um, the wreckage. It's very pristine. It looks like it is just soft snow that has fallen down. And uh, it just is uh, undisturbed and kind of these soft rolling hills of snow. This looks nice. Very appropriate for Zenith Day. I think I'm getting the Zenith Spirit. I've never been into the Zenith Spirit. Are we sure this this is Zenith? Uh, Zenith is a day. I mean, we're all on a different planet, so it'd be a different day. You think this is the planet Zenith? This is the planet that Zenith Day is based off of? Well, we have no clue where we are, so any guesses? Well, if it feels like Zenith Day. Sorry, I'm just a bit off my game right now. I was supposed to see my daughters by now. I mean, we we still have like two more days before. before It's not enough, Quaalude. It's not enough. I need to see my daughters now. Look, my well, sister Lamelia is going to be sad that I'm not home, but you don't hear me yelling about it. She's a robot! Neither of us are robots. <sighs> what is your... What Except is everybody's you. slander against robots? I don't understand. I fought in the I fought in the robot wars. But that doesn't mean you can't like them. Yes, I can. They killed my wife. But that doesn't mean they're all bad. Most of them are. Philip's not. He's a computer. It's completely different. Not anymore. <laughs> I just put. I, I was wondering I what that in a robot. was. Yep, it's true. Now I'm a robot. Isn't that fun? Shut up, Philip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can contain all of the world's knowledge and facts. Hey, Philip, can you tell us where the closest oh. um? living organisms are? Yeah, no problem. The nearest living organisms are ahead, just about uh, 500 yards. All right, well, then let's go that way. Let's go. It's only half a parsec. Let's go. <laughs> All right. It's only half a parsec, yeah. It definitely would fit within a parsec. You are you are accurate. <laughs> All right, you guys keep walking uh, in the snow, and you, you uh, are continuing to head kind of towards this, uh, which you kind of see looks like a, a complex. It looks like a, a kind of a larger building, maybe like a warehouse or um, a factory or something. It looks much bigger than like a single um, house or like a single dwelling. But what you do see is that behind this is a, a really long structure um, that has this sort of long ramp at the very end. And you know that this is a, a mass driver. It's used to load up and shoot cargo from uh, planet side locations 
into orbit and it uses like an electromagnetic um, launching mechanism, like shooting an, uh, an airplane off an aircraft carrier, but designed for um, shooting loads into space. Fun. I relay that information. <laughs> huh. You're saying that thing could shoot us back out into the atmosphere or beyond the atmosphere? Well, probably, but uh, we would need a ship. We don't. We don't want to die. I, I would. Uh, I think we'd all asphyxiate if we were, if we went into space without protection. I, well, probably our, our, we would. Our our blood would boil first. Uh, uh, well, if you're finished uh, telling us all the ways we could die. Oh, that's not all the ways. If you want to know some other ways that we could die, it, I, the acceleration uh, could liquefy. Or okay. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Great news. The life forms we've been tracking are right here. Philip, wow. I'm, I'm done what? with it. All right. Just 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 leave it alone. Just leave <laughs> it alone, Philip. You got it. No problem, Percy. I want Percy to turn out to be the robot. Percy, what do we do? <laughs> well, we got to find out if these life forms can help us out, right? Or if we got to shoot them. Yeah, but I don't see does anything. Everyone, does everyone still have their weapons with them? Yeah. Yep. I just have my phasers. I'm going to go in and knock very loudly. If something eats me, you got to kill it, all right? We'll kill it before it eats you. Don't worry. All right. Percy walks up to the big doors. I assume there's big doors at the front of this warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big doors. What do you want to do? Uh, I assume doorbell. as large as they are, I could probably pound on them. <laughs> Is there, okay. You know what? Is there a doorbell? <laughs> Can I roll a perception check? Yeah, roll a perception to find All a right. doorbell. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an investigation? Uh, thirteen is that gonna is that gonna show me something? Uh, thirteen. Um, yeah, you see a doorbell. It says "ring bell for deliveries." Huh. Where are the deliveries? And you, you you look a little closer, and under <laughs> underneath it says "definitely not a trap." Oh. Well, maybe we well, should. Well, it was nice of not. them to label it. But it says the bell's not a trap. So, I mean, why would they lie? But why would can they we specify it's Bixby not a trap? I mean, Philip. Can Philip ring the bell? <laughs> Philip doesn't have hands. <laughs> Only in 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 the digest, digestive system. <laughs> a rudimentary one at best. I suppose Guys, could, this snow tastes great. He could slam into it, I suppose, if we had if, if he went fast enough. I, I would push past uh, Philip and I'll I'll press the button. No, knock on the door. <laughs> All right, you push on the button and uh, you hear God. this very loud. Uh, it sounds like um, like a big like church bell, just this big gong, gong, gong. And slowly, the uh, roll-up door in front of you begins going up ominously slowly. Do, 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 Christmas in space! Rothstein! And you guys look in, and inside, you see a bunch of upright bipedal reindeer <gasps> and they're they're all looking at you and they have their uh 
they have some spears and they have some bent metal and they have like a, a piece of sheet metal and they're kind of like holding them up and they're all in like an arc like right around you and they say no stop do they have hands or hooves we have hooves <laughs> what what in the hell are those reindeer Sure looks like it. Uh, hi, hi. Uh, we yes. crashed. Um, uh, our captain died. Um, our our computer's in my robot. Uh, can you help us? Uh, we can't help you. We live on this planet. If you come back to, to start up the machines again? Wait, what, what is this planet? This planet... We call it Frosty. Frosty. Frosty to snow planet? That's right. It's a jolly happy planet. Actually, if, if it orbits that other planet, that is probably, it's, it's actually Frosty the snow moon. Oh, I hate you. You, you speak the language of the, of the squishy people who came to make the factory. Uh, so, so do you, apparently. If we get this factory up and running again, maybe the f- mushy people will come back? No, we don't want them back. Oh, okay. They took over our planet. They built these mines. Oh, no. Did they? And ins- so you just live in these mines? Yeah, well, we live here now in this, uh, in this factory they've built. Why don't you just leave? It's a planet. Well, they put them all over. It's our planet. We can be wherever we want. Well, I'm just saying, why are you complaining about it then? If they're gone. But now you're here. And you must well, leave. Well, we'd like Where to. are we supposed to go? Go back. Go back to where you came. Uh, uh, the way we came. All right, came... we'll take the nearest ship that you can lend us and we'll be on our way. There's no ships. We don't have ships. Can you make a ship? Make a ship? No. Surely the squishy people should may have left some ships behind? All they left was this factory. You said many factories like this one. Yes, they're all over the planet, but they're just like this one. What what did they make? They were they were mining. They were mining the, the frankincense from inside the planet. Frankincense. Well it looks like we're stuck here. I mean, it doesn't seem so bad. These guys seem pretty nice. I punched the wall. Okay, well, these aren't our oh. walls to punch. That's oh. kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck here, Dev. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize to me. It's their wall. It's us now. Look, I apologize on his behalf. He's normally... A lot like this, but usually we can control it a little bit more. Uh, well, that's okay. Uh, I have the carrot. I'm my daughter's birthday. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, how could... Will, will you take... Will you, will you take yourselves off a, a planet or call for more squishy ones? Well... We want to, but we don't have any means to do so. Well, that's why we were asking for help. Oh, oh, oh Daddy. Oh, quiet. Quiet, Dancer. 
I'm talking to these to these squishies. Ooh, ooh, what if they what if they took the shooters? No, shooters? those things haven't worked. They well, haven't worked a, in decades. It's a party now. You've never had a quailin before. Yeah, I I could I could fix it. I can fix anything. anything. That's what it says on my character profile. Yeah, he can fix anything. Well, I, uh, I suppose if you fix the uh, the shooter, then you could launch yourselves like they launched the frankincense down onto the planet Missile 2. Uh, clarification, I apologize. Um, we didn't have any introductions. Uh, what's your name there, Reindeer? My name is Dashir. All right, Dashir, and are you old or just cold? <laughs> I can be both, dang it. <laughs> All right. Uh... Danshir, get me a blanket. There you go. Good. So did you uh, say that the name of that planet, and I'll point at what I, I assume we can see the planet in the sky? Yes, uh, you can. Um, it's a big green planet, and it's called a Missile 2. So that, that that's Missile 2 there? Did, did they have the – did the squishy people come from there, or – Will there be a means of escape? Do you know? I don't know. All I know is that they would launch the frankincense down to Missile 2. Do you want to come with us if we go, or do you want to stay no, here? No, we and... want to stay here on our planet. With all of our friends, like Danshia, Danza, Blitzainen, Pronsir, Vigsen, Comet, Cupidin, old, old Dolph. He's so rude that... Rude Dolph. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty straightforward to me. We'll just uh, be taking uh, Donzier as our guide to send us uh, to the scooters that we can fix up on ourselves. We have Dash here. Be on here. our merry way. You, you take point me in, point me in the right direction. Let's let's uh, let's fix some stuff. All right. Uh, you head out uh, into the back part of the uh, mining operation. You see that. Uh, there's the uh, large mass driver apparatus, and uh, at one end, there's kind of like this um, uh, big, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, like this uh, attachment point that uh, looks like uh, around. You can see that there's a bunch of these uh, pods that are about the size of uh, like a, an old uh, Honda Civic, you know, the like hatchback, like rounded ones, uh, like, you know. Yeah. Was that like 97? Yeah. Kind of that rounded look. It's kind of about that size, about that shape. And so like um, the four of us could fit inside of it. You think reasonably so you could fit inside. Yeah. yeah. Let's just uh, roll with your intelligence. Okay. And then I get a plus one because it's a tech skill, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Dirty 20. Great. So uh, you begin to get to work and... um, in no time at all, it starts to get powered up. And uh, you check all the systems and you're able to hack into the uh, array and uh, power it all on. And you uh, load up the next piece of uh, the cargo pod onto it. And it opens up. Let's do a test fire before we all get in this death machine and shoot ourselves at a planet. Um, what should we put inside of it then? Fill up. We could No. <laughs> Philip, yes. We could put some snow in there. <laughs> That's a much better Why idea. Why Philip? Philip, what do you think? I'm happy to do whatever you'd like me to do. Well, right, to pick up Philip and put him in. Would the uh, okay? Would the range? Would the range on our communication between Philip and my tablet be enough to like 
span the distance to the missile tube. You know, even though you're pretty far away, you still get 22G out here. All right. So okay. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So you, you could definitely. But, All right. Philip. As long as it's wait, not 5G, but what if it, I don't trust it. What if it crashes and we lose Philip? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make a backup of his AI before we go. Okay. Before we send him off so that That's he doesn't fine. die. Save it to the <laughs> floppy dop. Mm-hmm. Of course. Wise is always dev. All right, so I do uh, have you... a wisdom of fifteen. <laughs> Just so we all know. <laughs> Solid. And so uh you uh Philip just like is like a little drone. It's just like floating in the middle there. You close it down. <laughs> it's still just kind of like there. He has a little LCD that just has a little like face on it that just has a couple like emotions. It's just like it's just like smiling in there, <laughs> like with the dopey look on its face. And uh, you begin the countdown: three, two, one. And then all of a sudden, and is like is fast as uh you've you've seen uh this pod just goes to the very end and as it kicks up onto the ramp you see the pod uh enter uh the sky and uh head out and you're it gets smaller and smaller and uh looks like it just keeps going up how's it going philip i talked to the i talked to him through the tablet oh it's going great this is a lot of fun oh i really like this pods are there no there's plenty of them uh, to be safe, we should take two separate pods. Oh, okay. So that two of us make it and two of us don't? Instead De- of all four of us not making it. Dev, you want to come with me? Sure. I don't need anybody getting any ideas, though. We'll launch you these two put, first. You literally just put it in my head. <laughs> you guys, you would, uh, myself and Dev will go together. There's zero chemistry between us, so... Because you won't let it happen. Sure, you don't want to go with Percy? I, I sensed some chemistry earlier. There is, but... Um, uh, Quayle, right, you need paper, a, a true leader to help you. Whatever you guys want. Fun fact, it's less than two days now until the Zenith day. Oh Shut my god! <laughs> Has he landed yet? I am on the surface of the planet. Oh, it's nice here. Um, I'll gesture to. It's, uh, it's hot. All right, I I'll have to go second. To Dev to hop into the pod with me. I hop into the pod. All right, you hop into the pod. There's not really any seats or anything. It's just kind of an empty like vessel. So you're just kind of I don't know crisscross applesauce on the floor of this thing. Dev is used to this stowing in many ships. Uh, mm-hmm. They just kind of hold themselves tightly in the back. Good. So uh, you get into the pod and it's ready to launch. All right. But um, when you land, uh, check in with Philip and have him let us know that you made it safely and then we'll head out. Thank you, Gwilin. And then I close the door. All right. The door shuts. <laughs> the countdown begins. Three, two, one. Shoo! You guys uh, launch out and uh, go ahead and roll um, uh, D6s. No, nope, yeah. just go ahead and roll some D. Roll one D six for me. Roll a D six. Roll a oh, D six. Five. I, very good. I also rolled a five. 
Great. So both of you slam at the back of the pod and uh, take five damage each uh, from the impact. Uh, it hurts a lot as you go. But eventually, uh, in reverse, you enter the uh, upper atmosphere and then you enter into space. And uh, after a few minutes, you begin falling down into the planet Missile 2. And eventually... Uh, as you begin to enter the atmosphere of that planet, a parachute uh, opens up and you begin to slowly descend down into this uh, green, lush forest. Meanwhile, on the frozen moon Frost D, uh, we have uh, Percy and Quellen. Uh, what are y'all doing? Uh, I suppose I would probably check in with, with Philip and see if he can see what's going on with the uh, with our with our friends there's a lot of trees here so i think i found their heat signature and i'm going to them right now all right i guess time for us to go you ready purse uh quillen is there any chance that philip could be lying to us oh yeah absolutely huh and you think we'd maybe just die on impact or get devoured by terrifying creatures on that moon well we probably won't die on impact because he survived and and you know uh it's philip's not the most uh robust of robots <laughs> uh so we'll, pro- we'll probably be fine let's go <laughs> but we might all get right. devoured all right you're in the front though i take oh backs. no i'm i'm sitting in the back i don't want to get squished when the acceleration happens <laughs> We could both uh, sit back there. <laughs> how about we wa- rock, paper, scissor for it? Okay. One, okay. two, three. This is hey. great for a podcast. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Oh, boy. One, two, two not scissors. Three. Three. <laughs> hey, okay, we tied twice. We're both sitting in the back. Let's go. <laughs> All right, great. Both in the back. You guys hop in. The... Uh, Reindeer person who is helping you out, uh, Dashir, uh, goes over and waves at you guys and then pushes the launch button. And just like your colleagues, you uh, hit the very back. But since you're already at the back, you don't take any damage there. Uh, You made the correct preparations. You head off into space through the atmosphere, uh, back down to the planet. And uh, just before you hit the... uh, the thing the parachute opens you sail down gently and just like just like your uh, just like your friends it gets caught as you descend through the trees you get about halfway almost to the ground and you're caught in there drat can we shake it loose do you think we could we could shake it loose we could try <laughs> let's try we're gonna- we're going to try to shake it loose. Right, so they we're gonna... run around and jump inside. Well, yeah. just like swing back and forth inside. Get a little yeah, exactly. momentum going. You get it. All right. You start to uh, do that. And uh, as you do, it kind of uh, shifts down a little bit. You guys kind of fall and you keep doing that. And eventually uh, it loosens from the trees, uh, from the branches up above. And boom, you fall down. And now you are on the planet. Awesome. We did it. Okay, now the party is split, and you don't know how far apart y'all are. Hey, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey there. 
Uh, have you have you found our friends yet? No, I'll be there in about two minutes. Oh, great. How are you doing? <laughs> great, thanks. Okay, um, great. I will attempt to use my communicators to uh, connect with any other person besides Philip. <laughs> hey, this is Philip. Can I patch you somewhere? <laughs> Hey, Philip, um, can you patch me to the nearest non-robot? Sure thing. And uh, over the uh, intercom, uh, you hear a little click, and it turns on. Boom. Hello. This meeting is being recorded. Perfect. Um, hello. Uh, hi. Where are you guys? Tell them I said Hi. Dev has said hi. Maybe one of us should get really loud or set off some kind of explosion. That way we would know how far away from each other we are. Do you have an explosion on you? I, I could make one. Uh, Very well. Let's do it. Percy just sh- shoots his gun up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like an action movie. St- <laughs> you guys... <laughs> You guys hear a sound right now. Ask them if they see the shooting by the trees. Ah! Uh, do you see the shooting by the trees? Do we? Uh, Can I use perception? perception? Roll on perception. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, nine. Nine. So uh, you hear the sound of a blaster. Uh, you kind of ascertain the direction. It seems like it's uh, a little bit away. But you're not, you didn't get an exact location. You could probably walk towards there. Let's just walk in that <sighs> direction. Hold your position. We're on our way towards you. Okay. Now, Carlos, you have unlimited ammo, so you could just keep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the future. So, all right. So, uh, you guys eventually keep walking, and you see this barrage of red uh, streaks that are going up. Uh, these laser blasts just heading up into the sky. And eventually you meet up, and uh, you all are together now. Hello! Uh, I, I suppose we should arm ourselves. Zzz, and Philip's been... here, too. Philip! Hey, guys. Hi, we, we should missed arm you. arm ourselves and all of ourselves, us. because oh, we... I missed you guys, too. We made a lot of ruckus already, and whatever those squishy things that the reindeer folk were talking about uh, probably are privy to our position and they might have just been talking about us or people like us i mean percy yes. was shooting their gun for like an hour and a half i think whoever heard us already heard us it was only yes. three parsecs all right i don't think it matters though uh uh philip quick question <laughs> yeah where's the closest life form other than us well, you're surrounded by life forms because trees are alive. Nice. I meant another fleshy person. Philip, can you scan for any machinery signals or like uh, if there's any comms that used to be around or anything? I'm happy to report that I have found machinery. Perfect. Yay. Thank you, Philip. Jeez. Perfect timing. There is a space elevator to a space platform uh, about a mile from here. How long is a mile, Philip? 
How many parsecs? Half a parsec. <laughs> All right, fine. Yes. Uh, Some I of think you your were AI looking. chip might not be working properly there, Philip. But let's go. You guys begin walking, and uh, you find again that uh, there's uh, a bunch of uh, abandoned uh, infrastructure here. And as you're kind of going, you're seeing uh, empty pods uh, on the planet here. And you think that whatever this uh, mining operation that was going on here um, and refinement operation uh, has stopped. And eventually you get to a little gated place and you get through and it has a clearing all around it. And you see this uh, long cable that goes up into the sky and it goes up so high that you you can't see it. And it, it just disappears uh, into the upper portion. And there's a small platform there and it has this little tiny um, box made of glass that is connected to it. And you think that that's probably the space elevator. Wow. And- uh, I wonder. Kind of like. Yes. <laughs> kind of like if like in a Willy Wonka. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking about Willy Wonka as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you let's, guys, uh, let's walk that way. You hear Does this elevator go up ways and also up ways? <sighs> you guys hear this uh, this sound. It sounds like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> And you look, you look to the side, and there's this uh, red and white striped bird uh, standing over there, and it has these really long legs, and it has this long neck that has a, a curve at the very end of it. Looks Wait a like minute, it's, a... it's standing on two legs. That's yeah. bipedal, Philip. <laughs> Philip, <laughs> I pulled my face and sort of pointed at Philip. Uh, Philip goes, uh, now, now, get him, Candy Crane. And the bird. Wait, Wait, Philip is actually betraying us? This is a sting operation. I take my light hammer and turn it into a screwdriver or something. I don't know. And I I take out whatever it would take, the the, the proper mechanism to remove his AI chip. So he's just back to normal Philip. (laughs) All right. He he goes, "Ah, attack cranes, attack. And you remove it and go, and now I, just I have, am awestruck. Put it in my pocket. The bird goes. I'm not. We should have been nicer and flies to him. <laughs> the bird doesn't do anything. It just flies away. <laughs> Philip, what? I told you. What the heck? Was what did that? I tell you? So Robots funny. corrupt computers. They are only corrupt. Philip was a great computer until he became a robot. Philip was never great. I think we should have been nicer to him, and then he wouldn't want to destroy us. Maybe we should just go in that building that looks like a factory, and that has a glass elevator at the top. Let's do it. Smells like chocolate. Does it actually smell like chocolate? I don't know. I don't know what chocolate is. I've only read about it. (laughs) I've only read about it. You head over to the space elevator <laughs> and you see a sign that says uh, warning uh, space platform not operational. Aww. It says no 
landing, but the ending fell off. So it just says no L. It's a, it's a Christmas joke. <laughs> well, no, Jeff. Jeff. We got it. We understood. Oh, Jeff. Is this on? Uh, hello? <laughs> I didn't get the joke, but it's fine. I totally did not. How did what? What is no L? I just thought it was like, oh, yeah, like no no losers? Like L for... I thought it was sure. just going to say no land. Let's let's go. All right, you have to head into the uh, glass elevator and you push the button. Wait a second, wouldn't you? Okay, actually, let's yeah, go. yeah. Like, go how, did you? Was that planned? Was that a planned joke? What's that? It was the Noel? Is did you have that oh, like written Noel! down? Noel. Ah. Uh, okay. In your Noel. Was that in your like game notes? I get it. <laughs> You you don't get to see on this side of the screen. It's my secret. Jeff doesn't Jeff doesn't plan things. I don't He's know. He's got if you know no that. other note except the puns, dude. Clearly, that and the, clearly don't <laughs> betray us for no reason. It's Frosty the snow moon, a bunch of reindeer names, the mistletoe. That's all they wrote down. <laughs> Let's go. Guys, I want you to Damn know elevator. I've. I feel insulted because I spent minutes planning this. Okay, <laughs> that's more than you usually do, honestly. I know. Uh, that, I that's two parsecs. <laughs> All right, you get into the elevator. That's that's a year on on Nexus. <laughs> you hit the buzzer, and you start to go up. And uh, as you're going, it says do not go up, and you just put us in this elevator. Okay, well, what do you want to do? How are you going to get back to the Nexus? I was going to that says it doesn't work if you don't want if you want us to go up. It's fine. All right, we're going to go up. We're going to take the broken elevator up. Yeah, if you would prefer, I can look at it first. Yeah. You know what? Anything for my daughters. <laughs> They've waited long enough. They've waited like 10 days? 56 <laughs> days. 56 <laughs> days. Okay, so two months. Fun fact, it's less than one day until Zenith Day. No, I un- I unplugged your AI. You can't talk. This is a backup. This is just a reminder. I'm in the elevator now. Damn it. So we're riding the elevator up. Yes. All right. Uh, Finally, uh, it goes and it keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up into orbit. And you land. uh, You see that there's a bunch of uh, these flat gray metal pieces. What's this guy doing? We'll have an doing? elevator music version of. <laughs> we'll get we'll get Weston to put together some uh, elevator yeah. music. Christmas elevator music. <laughs> All right, you arrive, and what you see is a classic space platform where a bunch of ships could land. There's like a little like target thing and a little place for the like gas to get hooked up. Classic. And uh, even though the sign below said uh, Noel for no landing, um, you see that there's, in fact, three ships up here. There's three interstellar spaceships and they're sitting up there. And you guys look over and you see that there's uh, three people and they're like uh, digging through some um, 
some old cargo and they're kind of like looking around and you guys uh you see him over there hey the door is open ding hello uh, who's there us people <laughs> yeah we could ask you the same question uh -huh. oh we could ask you the same question you already did <laughs> okay well who are you well uh, i'm sorry we are travelers to the nexus realm and we uh crash landed on a the other planet next to that moon. It's a whole long story. We just got to uh, commandeer one of your ships. <laughs> you ain't getting our ships. Can we yeah, ride we with gotta... you? No, we hate Zenith Day. Aw. We don't want to be anywhere near the Nexus on Zenith Day. Is it because of the traffic? It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's because of the traffic. It's because of the commercialism. It's because of the consumerism. I get you. We I it. hear you. Uh, are we on top of like a large platform? Are yeah. there any guardrails? No. Can I? <laughs> now that mage hand one of the guys off the platform. Dead hand. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, uh, one of them uh, comes forward. I feel and, like they might um, be too wise for that. I'm, Sorry, I'm Jeff. Uh, Did I beat you to it? <laughs> I was trying to shut up. No, I have an even stupider thing planned for later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so these guys are kind of uh, coming up towards you, and they're walking on kind of this narrow uh, pathway. And um, just out of nowhere, uh, Zeus kind of just uh, takes his hand and gestures it out and just does a little sweeping motion to the side. And all of a sudden, uh, one of them who is walking is coming towards you. Yeah, well, you better tell us what you're doing. Here. And he uh, uh, falls over at the side of the uh, platform and uh, begins falling back down uh, to Planet Missile 2. The other two go, Whoa, what's going on here? And they draw their weapons. Oh, no. Must have been a gust of wind. There's no wind in space, you moron. And he goes, and he shoots, uh, shoots one off. Roll initiative. Ooh, nat 20. So, 22. 22. So what you well. had last time. Uh, 17 over here. 10. Okay, so uh, they are going to go first. Uh, one of them shoots and uh, misses. Um, the other one is going to uh, reach in his back uh, pack and kind of pulls out uh, this bigger... Uh, machine and begins extending it and opening it and uh, adding attachments and it starts to kind of like open up and pieces of machinery kind of uh, begin charging up and everything with it and uh, he begins to kind of point it towards you guys. Yikes. All right. It is now uh, let's see who has a higher dex between um, Percy and uh, Quillen. Well if Quillen got the nat 20 I got a dirty 22 so Okay, so then uh, we'll so have... So you have the higher uh, decks then. Oh, so higher decks. So Carlos, uh, you I got a, go I got a, I got a plus two, so you must have higher than that. But you rolled an at 20, though. You should get... It doesn't matter in initiative. You should get the VIP treatment. No? Okay. Nope, All you right. have to go first, first. All right. Well, I'm going to shoot one of them in the kneecap. All right. Roll it. Uh, I'm going to use my special ability, which gives me a shot with advantage. 
It's a good thing I did that, because <laughs> my uh, other roll was a three. But this is, adding up, is uh, 20. Ooh. 20, that's going to hit. Nice. Oh, yeah. Six. Six, all right. Six in the kneecap. Six in the kneecap. They're not feeling good about that. All right. Uh, Quillen, it is your turn. I would uh, like to tell Philip, my now DAI'd Philip, so just my normal drone that I would have, uh, to just go try to distract the guy with the big gun. To go buzz around him or something. Uh, <laughs> okay. That, se- that seems reasonable for a familiar, right? <laughs> I, assume sure. he, I assume he can't attack. Uh, Why do you assume that? Because familiars usually can't attack. But it's a drone. Okay. You don't have any like little missile launchers on it or something? Yeah, he does. Uh, he has okay. he has <laughs> thermonuclear missile launchers on it. Uh, oh, we win. stop. No, uh, yeah, he has he has the little phaser guns on it thing. Uh, All right, roll a d20. Okay. Philip, go go attack that guy. <laughs> Zap him. Uh, ten. I don't know what I would add for that for him, but that, that was a ten. Oh, a ten. So, um. He he goes and he tries to uh, shoot him, uh, but the other guy ducks behind a barrel and um, gets out of the way. All right, Zeus, it is your turn. Oh, I can't. I can't also attack. I was trying to. Oh, I'm sorry. And... Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. All right. Yeah. So then yeah. I'm gonna also shoot at that guy. I'm gonna try to specifically target his gun. Okay. Because it looks scary. All right. Uh, I rolled very poorly, so I'm going to miss. I got a. I rolled maybe five. I'll tell. <laughs> Pew, so. it goes wide all right zeus it is your turn all right i will uh run up and uh i'll run up to the guy with the gun and i'll attempt to slice his gun in half nice okay uh roll a d20 i rolled a 17 no uh 19 actually oh that'll do it let's do um seven seven oh. all right all right, so you uh, managed to uh, hit him on w- with his gun there. He holds it up and tries to uh, push you back a little bit, and uh, certainly some metal and some components uh, start flying off it. He goes, oh, gosh dang ya! All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh dang oh, it! Oh, gosh oh, oh. Little frattle piddle We were just on our lunch break. Oh. Come on, Sarnet. All right, Dev, it is your turn. Woo! Um, Woo! Dev is going to take her big electric knuckles and um, would she be able to kind of um, knock somebody else's weapon out of their hand? Uh, as you're considering the... Uh, display of like telekinetic energy yeah. that you saw um Zeus use uh you actually suddenly remember something from deep in your past oh you are uh actually uh descended from an ancient alien race who were powerful in telepathic mind attacks and <gasps> you think that you could use one of those telepathic mind attacks right now. Okay. What a wonderful thing to have forgotten. Um, so, Dev. What a secret ability. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, really cool secret ability. Um, Dev is going to try to neutralize <laughs> this situation and try to disarm the guys who are on this planet. I don't know if we gave them a name. Um, but she wants to... Well, she wanted to get them excited about Zenith Day, so could she maybe just get rid of their weapons? Telepathically, obviously. Telepathically just Telepathically. get rid of their weapons and well, fill them like, with the joy of Zenith well, Day? No, 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 no. Just lift them up and then she could do the talking. I have a 12 in charisma. Okay. Yes. She would like to do that. Yes. What can she roll? So go ahead and roll uh, a d20 okay. and then add your charisma. Yeah. 12. All right. So um, you begin to channel this uh, ancient magic. And uh, as you do, you go right into their mind and you tell them, drop your weapons. And uh, the one that you were looking at, uh, we'll call them uh, uh, Carol. Carol drops uh, the blaster that he had and looks right at you. It says, oh, what? Drop your weapon. Okay, and then he does it. Good job. Uh, Ling. Carol and Ling, the other guy. What? Ta drop your weapon. Oh, hey, Ebby, drop your weapon. And he goes, no. what are you talking about? I'm not going to. And then you kind of look over and you peer into his mind too. And he goes, oh. And he drops his weapon. Now, now that she has their attention, Dev is going to say, what happened to you guys? Why do you not care about Zenith Day anymore? I mean, I understand all the negatives, but what about all the positives? What about all the traditions of roasting Nog Nog on the fire or giving all your friends really big hugs and seeing your loved ones and getting really stressed out over stupid stuff because it's the holidays and there's a lot of pressure. And yeah, sure, there's a lot of traffic. And yeah, your wallet does suck and it, it, it kind of doesn't seem worth it to put yourself into debt for just a day or two and people just kind of want to return the thing that you got them. But, you know, it's Zenith Day. Carol, I'm sorry. I should have been a better friend to you. It's okay, Abby. I think we lost the, the true meaning of, of Zenith Day. You're right. It is worth it. It is worth it to do those things. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't we all go together? You can come to my house and we can all have Nog Nog. Hey, just really? Out, just out of curiosity, what was your friend's name? Oh, it was Tim. <laughs> oh, you, little Tim, we called him. Little Tim. Oh no! Ah, there it is. <laughs> you guys look down, and he's still like falling. He's like, "Hey, Merry Christmas! The atmosphere is really light, so I'll be fine." <laughs> I've changed my ways too on this descent. So, what do you say? Oh, I mean, uh, we were just gonna. Scrap this old uh, space platform and and go sell it and and just uh, drink mercury till we've passed out. But if you're offering us a a place to be, uh, we'll we'll take it. 
If you'll have us. Of course we'll have you. Isn't that right, Percy? Uh, yeah, sure. Hey, man, I'm sh- I'm sorry I shot you in the kneecap. That was uncalled for. That's okay. Hey, all's fair. Hey, it's okay that Carol's a robot, right? <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> okay, great. Writhing in anger. <laughs> Zeus, think about your daughters. Well, hey, why don't you? Why don't we uh, get on our ships and? Uh, I mean, we could try to head towards the Nexus. We might be able to get there in a uh, a day or two. Oh, that'll never do! It's less than a day away for ne- Zenith Day. If if uh, my calculations are correct, because I'm so wise. Beep bop beep. It's in thirty. Wait, minutes. are you a robot too? No, oh. I just made a sound effect. With my mouth. Okay. It's in 30 uh, minutes. Zenith day. Well, that's true. And Carol speaks up and says, Hey, uh, you know, I did some calculation. I, I don't know if we'd want to do this, but, um, you know, there's a, a, a twin binary planet system of hyper volcanic magnetrons that uh, we could try and shoot towards. It's, it's, it's very risky, but if you kind of uh, uh, head right between them, and just uh, land right in the chimney. We might make it straight through uh, just in time to be home. Yeah, and the uh, the the gravitational uh, force will will accelerate us, and we should make it even faster. Let's yeah, try. That, let's do it. And you guys hop into the uh, the ships, the three ships, and um, uh, begin to take off. And everybody, uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity check to see if you can make it pilot your ship through the chimney. All right. So uh, you guys are going through and uh, one goes through and these planets are orbiting at a super high rate of speed so fast uh, that they're creating their own magnetron uh, quantum field as they're rotating and you time it out just right and the first ship goes straight through gets a gravity assist and starts heading towards the giant ring world the nexus the second one same thing goes through the last one barely makes it as the planets uh, uh, orbit each other and fling forward and all three ships come sailing in on zenith day as the morning rises and you uh, come in and land on the Nexus, and each of you are able to see your friends, your loved ones, as you disembark on the ship. They're waiting for you with a big roast candy crane. Oh, a candy crane! Yay. It's a Zenith Day miracle. Where's the nog nog? My daughters. Daddy, Daddy, where were you? We missed you. Yeah, Daddy, we missed you. You've been gone almost two months. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that? We thought you were dead. (laughs) Months are still like 30 30 days. But a year. year I was learning a lesson that robots can be people too. Yeah, I, I had to tell you I have a robot boyfriend. No! <laughs> this is great news to me. And not with- my daughter. No daughter of mine. 
And with that, Zenith Day begins on the Nexus here, 4,500 years in the future from our normal Knights of the Rolled Table campaign. And we wish everybody listening at home a happy Zenith Day. Happy, happy Zenith, Zenith Day, day everybody. Happy Zenith Day. Happy Zenith Woo! Day. Famous. Hey, let's famous. think. Uh, let's think. Famous. Famous. Wait, wait, wait. Count of three. Famous. One, two, three. Famous. famous. Let's thank our special guest players, uh, Chanel and Gordon, for joining us. Thank Hooray. you guys so much for having us. Good job, folks. Had a great time. It was really fun. I had a blast. I, uh, I honestly didn't expect as much uh, holiday puns. <laughs> Oh, good. I loved it. I did. <laughs> it, was, it, was a pleasant, it was a pleasant surprise. I'd like to think that Tim falling had a last say tonight. God bless us, everyone. <laughs>